and welcome listeners to another very exciting episode of Cathode Graycast, the Story Screen Presents podcast where we talk about all things television. I'm your host, Bernadette Gorman-White, and today, if you've clicked on the link, if you've opened your podcasting app wherever you listen to podcasts and you've seen what we're talking about this episode, if you're excited about it, we're excited to have you here listening with us because today we're talking about RuPaul's Drag Race, All-Star 7, the all-winner season. I have been a fan of Drag Race for a very long time, and I felt like this was finally the right time to make an episode, because every other season that's predated this one, we could have hopped in, but it wouldn't have made as much sense. I think this is a good entry point, and if this goes well, then we might talk about future seasons, depending on what they are. We did have an opportunity a year ago, I believe, where they did the UK versus the world season, which also would have been a good jumping in point. But the all winter season, I think, is what the fans were hungry for. So maybe you are also hungry for this content. But I'm so stoked because I'm here with a very special guest, Scotty Arnold. Hi, I'm a very special guest and I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> it's very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> everything everything has been leading up to this moment. Kinda. I mean, all stars, but also here. But, you know, yeah, yeah let's yeah. talk about it. Let's get into it. <laughs> so, Scotty, when we met each other, mm. I guess about a year ago at this point, roughly, give or take. Let's give us almost two, let's say. Almost two. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... We started talking about Drag Race fairly early on in our friendship. Uh Um, It's something that when I meet someone, if I think they might have an inclination to watch something like that, it's definitely a fun entry point into a friendship to start talking about Drag Race. Um, But Scotty, give the listeners and me a little bit of a background with your history with Drag Race. Sure. Uh, My history with Drag Race is shorter than your history with Drag Race, I believe. Okay. Okay. uh, I actually, Drag Race was was in my periphery, and I think I had sort of uh, watched a couple of episodes on TV, or um, I think I started to sort of, I, I, I watched most of season one, strangely, like, at some point when I was like, oh, I'll start watching this show. Uh, didn't didn't fully click in, uh, and when I, I lived in New York City for almost 10 years, and when I moved up here to the Hudson Valley... Um, I was looking for a way to get to know people in the area and specifically sort of like queer people in the area. And on someone's grinder profile, I saw that there was a RuPaul's Drag Race viewing party uh, every week in Cold Spring and that a new season was beginning. And so I showed up and I met a lot of really great people. Um, and that was not till season 10. So Oh my goodness. I That's when I joined in at season 10. And I have watched every season live since then. And I've gone back and watched most of them. Seasons 8 and 9 are still a gap. So I've, I'm excited oh. to meet Bob. But... Um, uh, but but those are still a gap, but I, I'm caught up on everything else, I believe. Oh, wow. That's such a funny gap. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> those are two very good seasons. Great. I look forward to them. Yeah, as you should. <laughs> it was like about, like, like some of them are streaming, some of them are not. Some of them are streaming on VH1, some are streaming on Amazon. It's, like, yeah. hard to find. Um, but yeah. I ponied up for Paramount Plus to watch this little ditty. So, um, <laughs> and I think maybe they have most or all the seasons there. Yeah. I think they do have a decent amount. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I started watching Drag Race back in 2013. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I was going through a really bad breakup, and I happened to live with the gentleman I was breaking up with at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And while we were still living together, but trying to figure out how we could somehow get out of that living situation. What a special moment in a life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. It helped me find Drag Race. There you go. So I'm happy for that. There you go. Because, yes, I would go and hang out with a couple of my friends who were partnered up in Bloomington, Indiana. Uh-huh. Shout out to Jonathan and Jeffrey. Hey. Um, started spending a lot of time at their apartment. They were very kind Excellent. to let me hang out hey. with them. Great. Very frequently. Great. And uh, season five was going on. Uh-huh. I think I caught season five from the beginning, but they also love to rewatch Drag Race. So I rewatched all of Drag Race with them and got caught up. Amazing. And so I got to watch the season five crowning live. Yes. Um, you know, if it was live at the time, I know it's not live anymore, but you know, uh-huh. when they aired yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> I got to watch it then. Season of five winner was... Jinx Monsoon. Well, that's interesting. It's I like, think we might talk more about that. It's like she imprinted on me or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so I've watched I'm a bit of a monster. Okay. I have seen all of Drag Race. Great. Except for Thailand season one. Okay. Which I need to hunt down and watch at some point because I've heard it's great. Is it nowhere? Um, I think you can find it on maybe like some person's personal site but where it's they've... not on like world of wonder it's not like... i don't believe so interesting okay. i need to recheck that out yeah um because thailand season two is one of my favorite seasons of drag race love that so i'm sure thailand season one okay also delivers i i, I will I, i'll come clean to missing some of the spinoffs myself so i have yeah. some work to do on that front fair enough um but yeah and then i also have not seen drag you okay mm-hmm. so that silly yep. little makeover show. Not yep. silly. Important. important. They change people's lives. Yeah. Change people's lives. So yeah. I I can't say silly, but to <laughs> me, in the general sure. consensus of things that I've missed, I've missed Drag You. Yeah. I even watched Secret Celebrity Drag Race Season <laughs> 1. They're about to come out with Season 2 of that. Um, and yeah, right now I am two episodes behind in Down Under okay. Season 2. Because I just came back. Great. But we're almost to the finale of France. There's just one episode left to go on that one. And Canada, I'm all caught up because it's Canada season three. I mean, Rue's Empire is, is a bit of a full-time job. Yes, it for really is. For all of is. us. Not for her. Not for her. <laughs> <laughs> she gets to shoot them in like quick bouts and yeah, then go take right. a break. Yeah. On her ranch. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so lots of drag race. Lots to talk about. Yes. Before we get into this particular season, All Star mm. 7. Do you have a favorite winner from the past? Um, and were they competing on this season? Great questions. <laughs> uh, I loved Monet going in. Uh-huh. Had a big warm spot for Monet, Monet going in. Uh-huh. Um, and like the person who really has captured my heart is Vanjie, and I missed her. Oh, <laughs> and we I love feel Vanjie. like in the same way that I. Uh, that she hasn't won anything but just keeps popping up. I uh, was hoping she would pop up here, but she Aww. hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Similarly to Raven popping up and you're like, well, she didn't win a season. Why is she here? Well, I was like, why not Vanjie? That was yeah. my, like, <laughs> this is a letdown. Um, no, no shades of Raven, but. Sure. Uh, but, you know, Vanjie, where's Vanjie? Where's Vanjie? Um, on... I think the last episode, the most recent episode of Canada that's uh-huh. out right now. Okay. We're recording on August 10th, uh-huh. listeners, just to uh-huh. let you know. 
um, the most recent episode of Canada, she was like a little guest judge. Love that. Yeah. Great. So she's popping up. And just... she has a passport. I'm proud of her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she has that 24 hours of love. Yeah. That dating show. Yeah. 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 On yeah, yeah. Wow Presents Plus. Yeah. yeah. She's she's doing so, just fine. She's and, working. And we can we can all get our Vanjie fix, which is important. Absolutely. But we cannot get it on All Stars. Let's no, talk we cannot. It. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Favorite queens? So Jinx is my favorite winner. Uh-huh. And there have been a couple of queens that have come close to toppling that. Um, I really love Sasha, sure. Sasha Valore from uh-huh. season nine. Uh-huh. Um, Look I, forward to meeting her. Yeah, <laughs> she's great. Um, I don't know if she would ever be interested in coming back to television. Hard to say. Okay. She had a great time. I think season nine is probably one of the strongest casts that they've ever had. Great. Especially with Trinity the Tuck and Shea Coulee and Peppermint. Like that was mm-hmm. great. They're all from season mm-hmm. season nine. So that's great. Um, I also love Bob. Um, Bob is wonderful. And I listened to the Sibling Rivalry Great. podcast with Bob and Monet. Great. And then watching We're Here on HBO. Yep. It's just made me like really fall in love with Bob as a person. Yeah. And so I think she's great as well. Yeah. But I also love Bianca Del Rio. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that there are a number of queens that did not participate on this that I would really like to see have a chance. Sure. Sure. Um, I know. Like, we'll see. The, uh, I never confirmed this, but but I heard a story that like before this season happened, when people would ask RuPaul if there would ever be an all winner season of Drag Race, RuPaul said no because Bianca would just win. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So we figured it out. She's not on the show. She's not on the show. Yeah, and the whole Raven situation mm-hmm. with Raven being kind of like teased in that first episode. Yeah. Uh, because I listened to Sibling Rivalry, I found out that Monet, she said when Raven walked into the room, they had known that UK versus the world had already been shot, but it hadn't aired yet. Okay. And so Monet thought, well, maybe Raven got asked to be on UK versus the world, which isn't an all winner season. Any queen. It's like an all stars. It just happens to be international. Right. And so Monet thought, oh, well, maybe... Yep. Raven won that. Yep. And it would make sense that she was here. And, yep. like, it's kind of a gag to us because we haven't seen that season yet. That's great. And I kind of wish we lived in that world. Uh-huh. Um, you want Raven there? Not that Raven should have won UK versus the world because I'm really happy with the outcome okay. of UK versus the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it would have been fun yeah. to have Raven there for a purpose because, sure. you know, the controversy around season two, it's kind of like the queen who won – you know, what has she done? And she no longer even acts as Tyra Sanchez. Right. So not to say that that disputes her win. Sure. But it... Hit it and quit it. Yeah. It kind of feels, I think a lot of people think this way, which I'm not going to judge if it's right or wrong, think that, you know, Raven's the true winner of season two. Uh But it's like, she gets all the accolades anyway. She's won Emmys for doing Rue's face, like the makeup on Drag Race. So she's still doing Rue's face, is that right? I think so. Yeah. Which makes sense that she was backstage and... Just happen to be there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so that's like a little bit of the, the Raven stuff. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, getting into the season. Let's talk about rules. Okay, yeah, let's get into the rules. Let's get into the rules. Scotty, can you go over the rules for the listeners of previous All-Stars? I can try. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, 
Let's see. So the lip syncs were upside down, um, meaning <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> meaning that the top two contestants would lip sync for the win. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I think they call it lip sync for your legacy. For your legacy. Mm-hmm. And that just me- meant that the bottom one just went home without getting to lip sync. Is that right? So that would mean the the lip sync for your legacy, the top two queens were performed. Oh, and then they did that. Right, 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 right. And then and the then winning queen chose, had to choose yes. who went home. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah. But granted, both queens had to pick a lipstick yeah. with the queen of their choice, who yeah. was in the bottom. Yeah, very survivor. That possibly would go home. <sighs> yeah. And then, of course, in the untucked, we afterwards... We about who the other one was. Right. right. <laughs> Which I think at that point... If they are ever to do that again, yeah. I think they should go the way of just saying, nope, I'm going to take my lipstick out. You're never going to know who Ooh, I chose. Why? Because I think that would just make it so much nicer for everyone involved. Do you think nice people make good TV? Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's usually like the really crazy ones who make better TV, but usually the really crazy ones are ones that I'm not as fond of in their season. I hear that. I do think that there was a little bit of a lack of stakes this season, and I think it had to do with nobody getting voted off. Mm-hmm. Or nobody leaving. Nobody getting kicked off. Right. So that was um, a big reveal this season was that no one went home. No, no one. one was eliminated. No one. Raven. <laughs> Raven went home. Episode one, spoiler. Right, right. (laughs) So that was kind of like the crux, is that they all get to stay every single week, which is great, because all these queens are great. Sure. And they're competing for stars. Yes. Now. It's very snitches. Yes. Now, do you feel like they should have kept the blocked element where the top queen of the week, who wins the lip sync, gets to block a queen from next week, possibly getting a star if she is in the top? I think it was, I don't think it quite landed this season mm-hmm. um, because uh, there was a lot of love in the room. There was a lot yeah. of camaraderie in the room. For and, sure. And like, I think it the, it became a very mixed message about sort of like, I'm being ruthless and this is personal versus like, this is a compliment. I think you're the one to beat. Right, um, right. And I, and, and it, like, I felt like the drama surrounding it was a little bit dredged up. Yes. Um, like the sort of, uh, the Jinx Vivian thing and like Monet, who did Monet get in a fight with about it? Oh, I can't even remember, I can't even remember, but it was like, it felt a little bit like, I think you're all playing the game and you all know you're playing the game. Um, and then there was the, like, I did appreciate everybody acting like the plunger had a secret. (laughs) <laughs> Shea Coulee coming up with that, being the second queen blocked and walking into the room yeah. and saying, like, now I know the secret of the plunger. Yeah. It's so funny. And, and 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 to land so well at the end. Yes. With Raja being, like, wanting to get blocked. Right. <laughs> and getting her wish. It was great. Yes, and then being upset because there is no secret yes. of the plunger. <laughs> and that's the secret. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I so agree I think it needs you. a little workshopping. Like I, I understand. Like it was interesting, mm-hmm. um, but but I think it 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 uh, it muddied the tone a little bit. Of like, is this are we all rooting for each other? Or are we actually playing against each other? Monet, my girl. I'm tangenting now, but like Monet, my girl, trying to make an alliance on day one. Like that felt a little shady to me in this season, where everybody's like pretty kumbaya. 
Yeah. I don't know. I, I it was it was hard to get a pulse on sort of like how bitchy and ruthless people were allowing themselves to be. Right, right. I agree with you. I like as soon because I believe Obviously, she started an alliance with Trinity, Mm -hmm. which ended up working out well for Trinity in the future. Yep. Even though I think she had earned a spot in the top four. We'll get into that last episode twist, which is pretty wild. (sighs) Pretty wild. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it helped Trinity. Yeah. But I was so happy that I believe Jinx was the the next person that they went to for an alliance. And Jinx was like, yeah, I'm not interested. God bless. And I'm like, thank goodness. Because if she had said yes... Right. Would there have been another queen who would have been inclined? But because Jinx said no, it seemed like every subsequent queen that kind of got involved turned him down as well. And like, so I'm like thank and would, there, would it have like birthed itself into like two factions within the workroom? And like, I'm very, right. I'm, I'm glad not to have that drama. Agreed. Um, but, but I would have liked a little bit of drama in another direction. Yes. Because <laughs> yes, I agree that every single time that. The whole plunger conversation came up about the blocking, whether it was a compliment or a diss. Yeah. And the alliance, I have to wonder, this season, some seasons in the past, you can see the production at work trying to (laughs) manipulate the season. I think this season was so heavily produced Mm. in a very not fun way. Yeah. Because every time they would have a conversation about the plunger, it just seemed like the producers came in and said, hey, queens, you got to talk about the plunger. Yeah. And the queens are like, fine. <laughs> and they talk about it for like 20 minutes. And well, then... it does seem like some of those queens were kind of legit butthurt about it. And, yeah. <laughs> and like, I, I appreciated the ones that were like, compliment, whatever, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Except for like the Vivian, who's like, actually angry. The Vivian. Should we get into the Vivian? Yes. I have an interesting relationship with the Vivian. Tell me about it. Because I like the Vivian. Great. For sure. Mm-hmm. But my siblings and I all kind of think Davina should have won that season. Okay. And so every time the Vivian comes up, while I still really like her, it kind of feels a little like, uh, like she she did deserve to win. I get it. But I think Davina could have easily won that season as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so just like any time she comes into play, I'm like wondering, would Davina have been a better competitor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is a hard thing to say because mm-hmm. Vivian won her crown fair sure. and square. Sure. Um, it's hard. It was hard. It, it was hard to get on board with the Vivian this season. I thought because she agreed. came in sort of saying like, "I'm representing my country," which is a little like, "Represent yourself, girl." This is a drag race. Yeah, <laughs> you're in here just like any other winner. And I understand you don't that have like to other yourself. I do instantly. understand that representation matters. I understand that like you know what talking like like when. Raja was talking about being the only Asian American queen who has won Drag Race. Like uh-huh. that, that is a big deal, right? Definitely. Um, uh, but I think Raja was playing for herself. Yes. As opposed to feeling like she's representing all Asian Americans in this race. Absolutely. Um, which I think is is more compelling and easier to get on board with. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Are there any other international winners that you are aware of that you would have liked to have seen on this season to maybe? Make it so that Vivian didn't feel that way. Feel like she was so alone representing a country that wasn't the U.S. Great question, because she did sort of feel like the odd man out. Yeah. Often. Yes. Um, I, uh, I I'm not up on international drag races as much as you are, and so I couldn't name names. But if Fair. you want a McCarthy, then feel free. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I really love Anjali um, from Thailand. Mm-hmm. I think she's great. Great. And then I think the winner of Holland season one is also really great. 
Um, there are a number of queens that I really like who do speak English, which uh -huh. I know that's the crux. Sure. That's probably the most difficult part. Right. Uh, Janie Jacquet came in for UK versus the world, and she's from Holland. And the Viv did a great job of speaking English. Oh, she does a great yeah. job. <laughs> totally translated. Yeah. Even though at times she said that she felt like her comedy didn't translate. And I said to myself multiple times, and to Heath, I find British humor funnier than American humor. Yeah, it's so not about anything, your country's comedy. Right. right. <laughs> if anything, that should have been a leg up uh -huh. for you in the competition. And and Rue eats it up. And, yes. And Michelle eats it up. Like, yes. you have some strong UK, like, you know. Lovers in the house. Yeah. Right. For sure. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if it's because she came in yeah, feeling like she had to represent the UK or if she came in feeling like Jinx is my biggest competition, I don't know if that like put her in her head. Sure. You know? Uh-huh. I'm not sure. I also found the drag that she brought, and this could be said for a couple of the queens, to be not as interesting or mm -hmm. exciting mm -hmm. overall. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. How did this become a rag on Viv yeah. podcast all of a sudden? Yeah. <laughs> I think I stared at there, and I apologize. <laughs> um, okay, so we have some roles. We have some different vibes. And, like, the other the, the other thing that not eliminating folks did is um, that I think every time you eliminate someone, the center of the group shifts a little bit. Yeah, you um, mentioned to them that to me just a little bit ago before we hopped on mic, and I hadn't even really considered that. Yeah, I think, you know, like, when you're eight down to seven and somebody's gone and then it's like who's wearing the red scrunchie now, you know, there's like a lot of sort of compelling questions to ask every time someone leaves that we didn't get to ask. And I did feel like one of the reasons, and you and I were both talking before the episode about like, maybe this felt a little bit long and it wasn't longer than other seasons, mm -hmm. um, but it felt a little longer. And maybe one of the reasons it felt a little longer is because we didn't have that change in group dynamics at all. Right. Right. I know Bob frequently says, you know, Every time a new season goes on, she's always like, I, I already won by now. I won like three episodes ago because uh -huh. there are only 10 episodes yeah. in season eight. Yeah. And yeah, I know that I think, too, the pandemic probably had something to do with this as well because they figure, well, we have these queens bubbled. Sure. So we might as well just keep them here bubbled doing these episodes because mm -hmm. they might not have the opportunity as soon as they get home to go out and tour or, you know, yep. go out to the clubs. Granted, most people are comfortable being out in public again. Sure. Um, and I'm sure a lot of these queens are working. Yep. Um, but it, yeah, like, might as well keep them here. We already have them all COVID tested. It also, know? I mean, you know, to, to convince a winner to come back in the ring is not maybe an easy thing to do. And to guarantee that you won't be the first one off is maybe compelling. And so yes. there's a chance that they knew that to us going in. And there's a chance that it's one of the reasons that they all signed on to say, like, I don't want to be the winner of my season and then the first voted off in the next season I'm in. Right, right. I do think that the queens all negotiated their terms prior to coming on. Tell I'm me more. pretty sure. I mean, that's really all I have. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of terms are you thinking about? Um, I think they all wanted to not be eliminated. Yeah. And so I think they made the choice together to say, keep us on all season long. Yep. So every single look that we've brought gets to be seen. Yep. And we're not just missing out on money here. Yep. Um, I do believe that they negotiated their terms to get paid more per episode. Ooh. Because I know queens in the past used to get paid very little uh -huh. per episode. And uh -huh. it's like they are making a TV show. 
They are the entertainment, so every episode they should garner some type of money outside of the prize money. That's interesting. And so I think they negotiated higher payments per episode. Yep. I think they negotiated being able to change Mm -hmm. and not to be in drag as long. Sure. Um... And yeah, so I know that these are new. I believe. I mean, you know better than I, but maybe new this season is is changing for the final lip sync. So many queens did that, and it was so weird. Yeah, and it's because their runway looks were so elaborate. Some of them, like, how could they lip sync in some of those outfits? Right, but like, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad it hasn't always been that way because Valentina's "I'd like to keep it on" would never have happened. <laughs> That's true. Well, she probably would have kept it on anyway. She probably right. would have said, "I'm not changing." Right. <laughs> <laughs> this way, I don't have to yeah. humiliate myself, and then she humiliated herself anyway. But it was iconic. Yeah, and like really paved the way for a bunch of like people who cared about masks. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, th- these changes, whether they're for the good or the worse. I mean, made for an interesting season of television. Sure. Yeah. But I agree. Very long and, I would say, a little repetitive. Yeah. For some of the challenges. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about it. Okay, yeah. great. <laughs> so, we open on Naomi Campbell. Yeah. We, we don't quite open on... We open on Raven. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. Um, how exciting was that? Was that exciting for you? It was cool. Okay. For me, uh, for sure. I, Naomi Campbell, I'm sorry. I know you don't get along with Tyra Banks. Mm. But I used to watch a lot of America's Next Top Model. Is this like a, I'm going to let you finish? Oh, about Naomi? No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> Just saying that like I used to pay attention to modeling a lot more when uh-huh. I was younger. And uh-huh. ANTM was like one of the first competitive fashion sure. type of uh, reality programming. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch a lot of reality shows yep. growing up. Um, it was basically ANTM and So You Think You Can Dance. Great. I didn't watch Survivor or mm. any of those shows. And I liked game shows a lot. Yep. But that was kind of different. Yeah. So I kind of got out of the modeling scene, like mm-hmm. watching things about models. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a frame of reference. I don't look up to models. Yeah. So Naomi Campbell, yeah. I understand. Mm-hmm. She's a hard worker. <laughs> She's worked hard for herself. Yeah. I'm not... Disvaluing what she does. Okay, who who? Let, but let me let me phrase this care. a different way because I'm really getting traumatized by you really ragging on Amy Campbell right now. Um, uh, models as a whole, <laughs> models who, as a whole. What celebrity guests were you most gagged by this season? Ooh, there were a lot of good ones. I know. I mean, number one in that first episode, Cameron Diaz coming Cameron out. Diaz. I wish they would have given her more room to talk. Everybody, like, I think everyone was so gagged by Naomi, my Naomi, my, my Campbell. That, <laughs> that nobody paid attention to the girl from the mask. Come yes. on, give it up. Or like the person who is essentially retired from acting. I think she's come back. I think she's doing a movie that's in production right now. I think. Okay. Okay. But she's been retired yeah. from acting for a long time. She'll occasionally come on Drew Barrymore's show and be yeah. interviewed, which is great because yeah. they're, they're awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I agree. She was kind of overshadowed. I was very excited by that. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron Diaz, man. Yep. Love her. Yep. But I also really loved Hannah Einbinder, mm-hmm. which we got towards the end of the season. Great guest. I have not watched Hacks, but what a great guest. I loved she's when so she melted good. into a puddle when she got a compliment. That was a great moment. Yes. <laughs> And I love, too, seeing her, like, out in the wild, in Mm. public, being herself. Yeah. 
and realizing like she basically is her character from Hacks. Excellent, excellent. Delightful. Makes me want to watch it even more. And then uh, a few other ones, just so we don't get into the weeds and I name every single one. Sure. You can have three. <laughs> three. So I've already used two. Unless you want to sub one out. Oh, I don't. Okay. Then Kirby Howell Baptiste was the last one. Um, but there are a couple more that maybe you might say. I that might I'll agree say Janixa Bravo. That was great. I was very excited to see her. You and I share a, a deep love of Zola. Correct. And I think it was so cool to watch her direct the Queens. I thought it was actually just like a masterclass in directing. And like... Agreed. Knowing how much time you have, knowing the expectations that you can have, speaking their language, and sort of, sort of making everything better without sort of worrying too much about it. Yeah. She didn't really put any of the Queens down. No. She built everyone up. Yes. Yeah. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Yeah. Um... Uh, okay, so that's one. That's one. Okay, if I get three, then two is definitely Vanna White. Yeah. <laughs> what a delight. What a delight. Vanna White. And the queens <laughs> did not know. They did not know. And that was thrilling to watch them figure that, it out. That was one of my favorite runways because of that. Yeah, Walking the- around the corner <laughs> and seeing her and each and every one of them freaking out. <laughs> I would. Me too. Yeah. Um, uh, third... Like, maybe just for the weirdness of it, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> just a little guest spot. No big deal. Just a little guest spot. I thought that was so funny and and, and sort, like, very awkward and, like, trying a little too hard, but sort of, there. I found beauty in that. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> a lot of good guests. Yeah. Then honorable mention, I yeah. would say, is Ronan Farrow. Sure. Because that was so out of left field and unexpected. Yeah. But very cool. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Excellent. Interesting. Excellent. Some great folks. Some great folks. Yeah. So, uh, what? There's, you know, there, there, we could go into detail on all 12 of these episodes. Do you want to right. just go episode by episode? Do you want to talk about some some look highlights from the season? Do you want to talk about some performance highlights from the season? What do you want to do? Yeah, I think I would like to ask you. Okay. Or you can ask me. Okay. I'll go, I can go first. Okay. So you have time to think. Okay. Uh, I want to go over favorite episode overall. Oh, Okay. And then, yeah, let's just do some, like, highlights and yeah. lowlights. I, I think yeah. we can do both. I think we can. Great. Great. So, I can go first. I do think, maybe not my favorite episode overall, but one that I thought really hinged the mm-hmm. season uh-huh. was the Santa School for Girls <laughs> episode, the Great. acting challenge. Uh-huh. Because, A, it felt like actual drag race. It sure. felt like they were actually doing something. Yep. We got to see them actually work. Yep. Whereas a lot of other episodes kind of felt like they were just doing the thing that they're just used to doing. Sure. Uh, I have a couple of other friends, shout out to Kat and Judy, who mm. both say that they get tired of watching Queen's lip sync as talents because it's like, that's what you do? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that's not that, as exciting. Right. When we get to that talent show, it's like fascinating to me to watch sort of Queens lip sync their own songs next to Queens full out performing their own songs or other songs. It's, yes. it's next to sort of somebody pouring some stuff in a bathtub and winning. No, I say that with great reference. That was a brilliant moment of television. Yeah, that was fun. And weird. <laughs> yeah. And weird. Um, no, I would rather see somebody pouring a bathtub and getting into it than a lip sync any day. Yeah. In a talent show. In, in a talent show. In the context of a talent show. Right. Yeah. Um, so I loved Santa School for Girls because it's an acting challenge. Yeah. I don't always love acting challenges because uh-huh. I think 
the the scenes themselves are written very poorly. You don't say. You don't say. <laughs> so this one again was mm-hmm. written pretty poorly, mm-hmm. but I liked seeing it happen, and then I I liked how engaged I was. It reminded me that I cared uh-huh. because it's about mid season. Sure. Things are starting to fall into a lull. Yep. And then when the queen that I thought did the best didn't win. Ooh, let's talk about that. I was pretty upset because the other part of what I really loved about this episode was the runway challenge was Nitty Nitty Bang Bang. Yes. And as a knitter, I am a knitter. Yep. I was like, this episode was for me. (laughs) Like, the whole thing. Who won in your book? Shay. Uh Uh-huh. Shay played the straight man in the the acting challenge, and I thought she was the only queen actually acting. Look, this is a bigger question that I have about these acting challenges of, like, what are we looking for, right? Like, are we looking for drag queen acting or are we looking for acting acting? I think it changes on the day, don't you? I do. <laughs> Which is a bummer. And I, you know, like, I, I know Raja was in top two, right? Raja won. Yes. Raja won. Um, I love Raja. First of all, let's back up for a second. Like, Raja's just, like, commentary look. I was like, I want to be friends with you. Yes. I want to get a reading from you. I want to be in your coven. I want, like, like yes, 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 Raja. Yes. Um, and, and I love that that uh, permeated throughout her choices in the season. Um, but I'm a big fan of Feruza Balk, and she didn't get it for me. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Her... Like, I think they gave her props for sort of doing something original with the role, when in, in, in fact, I think she just sort of made it a little bit more bland than it usually is. Yes. Agreed. Mm. Mm. Sorry, Raja. <laughs> I also thought the Vivian, who did ham it up and did land the things she was trying to do. Sure. I just thought it was, like, dare I say, too campy? I, I, you can dare. Yeah. <laughs> to to yeah. say that about that acting and that challenge? <laughs> well, it's tricky. Like, the, the other thing is, like, that, that on some level, uh, everybody has to match the group, right? Yes, correct. Like, it, it seems like a part of that challenge that people don't talk about is, like, there's something that happens in the room where everybody reads each other and says, like, how campy are we going? Right. And I think Vivian said, in true to British style, this one goes to 11. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> over the top yeah um uh whereas i think you're right that not everyone did that yes i loved trinity's acting in that challenge i did too my friend and i and i particularly loved that she was gonna take it into a different direction and she took a note and she took it really well and she did a really well with the note yep i agree great i i really loved shay as i said before uh, she had to play it straight, and she acted. Yep. And that was great. Yep. I love Trinity, and I also love Jada. Yeah. Acting as that nerd, because yeah. she she got to a level, yeah. and she didn't take it any further than that, nope. which made the character seem genuine, Yeah. and that that ca- character actually existed at that level. Yep. Agreed. And, yeah, I also thought that Shay's knit look yeah. read that it met the challenge. Yep. I think the Vivs also obviously looked like a knitted look. Sure. But when I looked at Raja's outfit, if I didn't know what the runway theme was, I couldn't have been able to tell you that it was a knitting challenge. Yeah. She made it her own. She made it natural. Which is, she looked cool. Yeah. As she always does. Yeah. But I need to be able to tell what the runway theme is if I'm just looking at you. Yep. Yep. Or if I'm looking at two queens 
Yeah. I should be able to tell. And if I put Raja up against almost any other queen, I'm like, it could have been it. It could have been this. Yeah. You know, yep. hard to say. Hard to say. Yep. Um, yeah, okay. so that was a contentious episode for me because I think Shay is one of the best competitors on this season, mm-hmm. and I just can't believe that she was just overlooked almost the entire time. There were a lot of the decisions wild. in this season were a little wild for me. Yeah, there were elaborate like, on that. Well, there were a couple moments where I where I think that somebody won the lip sync based on their performance throughout the episode as opposed to based on the lip sync. Yep. I'm not always against that, and I think it's sort of an interesting balance when that happens and when it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But um, but let's see, like uh, the like snatch, right? Yes. Um, who who uh, Jinx lip synced against Trinity? Trinity, and I think Trinity won that lip sync. If we're Agreed. looking at the lip sync, but I think that Jinx won the show in that moment, so I understand <laughs> giving her the crown. <laughs> right, right. Um, uh, that Judy Garland, and then and then the callback to the joke of snorting coke off a dick mm-hmm. and making it a different joke. It was just a masterclass, and a, and I love a long joke, long Me form too. joke. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what are those called? Heralds? Yeah. <laughs> From UCB? Yeah. She did a very, very long extended herald. Yes, she did. Yeah. Yes, she did. Proud <laughs> of her. Yes. Um, I, I could go in a million places. Okay, so I think my episode... Yes. I'm gonna say... I really liked the draguation speeches. Okay. Um, I thought it was a fun moment for everybody to shine, for everybody to like find their way into that challenge was I think really interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, some folks found it very easy. Some sort of had to figure out who they were within that challenge. And I think it was a great moment for sort of everybody to be thinking on their feet a little bit and for everybody to have to sort of define themselves in a new context, which I was into. Yeah, yeah. It was a good different spin on doing something like a roast. Yeah. It kind of, like, got the queens ready to have to stand up and be by themselves. Yep. And speak in front of an audience. Yep. But in a much more nurturing way. Totally. Because queens didn't have to necessarily feel like they were being funny, per se. Right. But they had to craft a message. Yep. In order to, like, engage with the audience. Yeah. And so, yeah, I agree with you. I think it was a good, good episode. And I think everyone did do pretty well. Everyone did pretty well. That was, yeah. that was the other weird thing about this season. It's just that there weren't a lot of bombs. And no. sometimes I felt like there were some there were some missteps on the runway that did not get called out. Like, And one of the things about this season, and maybe this was contractual again, like you were saying, maybe the queen sort of came, came together and said, like, Michelle can't say anything bad about us because <laughs> nobody did. Nobody said bad, anything bad about anybody on the runway. <laughs> and like even when they did it was like well you know this look doesn't work but you pulled it off so well you know <laughs> right right yeah that's interesting because I've heard from my intel mm. like I'm friends with all these queens yes. I just listen to a lot of podcasts I love that um, apparently they did get bad critique they did get negative critique but the editors decided to just edit all of that out um, that's so, fascinating have you heard about the Raja Michelle Smackdown no, please tell me. I believe it was episode two or episode three. But someone asked Trinity at a drag performance, like a drag brunch somewhere. Yeah. Like, 
when did Raja yell at Michelle? And she, I think she said two or three. But yeah, apparently Raja got some critique from Michelle and basically said, like, who are you to judge me? Like, I, she didn't say I have talent, but she said, like, I didn't get this job just because I'm best friends with the host. Now that's good television and we right? deserve to see it. <laughs> Agree, because yeah, when you think about it, Raja's forty-seven, so it's not like she's like that far off in age sure. from Michelle and Rue, and like she's been in the business so long that she's pretty much a contemporary of theirs, yeah. as opposed to like someone who's there to get critiqued. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's great, and I'm sure Michelle and Raja made up. I'm sure there's not bad blood there. Maybe there is. Who knows? But yeah, I think there was a decent amount of negative critique to a certain extent. I rewatched We Were All Rooting for You today, and I'm like so disappointed <laughs> that I can't watch that. Right. <laughs> we were all rooting for you. Yeah. 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 Not good. Ugh, but but great. iconic. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Not good, but great. But great. <laughs> so about the the graduation mm-hmm. episode as well, mm-hmm. the runway theme was veiled it. Is did that runway theme also really speak to you or did you like some of the other runway themes better i like some of the other runway themes better i think i I think i'm picking that episode largely for the maxi challenge um and i think we we got to see a lot of um a lot of character and a lot of sort of growth and a lot of like process on that and i really appreciated it the veiled it yeah like i like the pun yeah, agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I like the pun. Uh, people did interesting things with it. I the the one I loved the most was Monet's caged bird look. I oh, that's that was so like funny! A really great sort of because where's the veil? It. Yeah, but it's like well, I for me for me I'm thinking like a veil is usually on top of a cage, right? That's it, where I went. Yeah, it. it can be. Um, but I was into it. I the hot take. Maybe it's a hot take. Yeah, that's so funny because <laughs> Monet and Trinity both did like a little caged number. Yep. Monet's was a full cage. Mm-hmm. Trinity's was like a tiny little fascinator cage. Yep, yep. Not a lot of veil, in my opinion. No, it's true. But it's true. Who's to say? Who's tr- who's to say? I also thought the veiled it category was mostly lackluster. Yeah. Um, I thought Evie's was kind of cool because she was wearing that like beaded outfit. Yeah. That looked really like Southwestern, yeah. and that was cool. Yeah. And of course, Raja doing like the cover of Vogue. Right. <laughs> that was cool. But yeah. Did you have a favorite runway challenge? I don't know. They really kind of like spaced it out on mm-hmm. who was doing really well on certain runways and who wasn't doing ter- really well sure. on runways, you know? Sure. Um, I, I'm not a huge, huge fan of design challenges. Okay. Mostly just because I know. (laughs) Mostly because it's so like awful to see when queens fail, and they did a a design challenge on Canada season three episode one just recently, and again it was just kind of like embarrassing to watch. Uh I just don't like being embarrassed for the queens for the most part. I hear that. Sometimes it's hard. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. Also, if you're gonna be on Drag Race. Maybe take a few classes. Maybe it's time to acknowledge that there probably will be a design challenge on Drag Race. Yes. I don't think they should do away with them outright. Uh I don't think I needed two of them this season. Two was a lot. That's, I guess, my... Two was a lot. My big qualm. Two was a lot. I hear that. But with two, we got some nice arcs. That's with true. With two, we got Jinx actually feeling good about an outfit she made for the first time. <laughs> yeah. That was big. Yeah. <laughs> I think, too, though, she was probably like... 
I can't go home. Yeah. So uh, we're just going to have fun with it. Amen. Which is very, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, although with that second design challenge, Mm -hmm. the realness of Fortune Ball with Mm -hmm. Vanna White, um, we did get that really fun mid-category with before and after. Yeah. And I think a lot of queens kind of botched that. Yeah. Uh, Not going to lie. Yeah. But uh, that's one of my favorite trivia categories. I I mean, right. I love the wordplay of that. And I don't think that anybody really perfected it like agreed i was i I, that was the that was probably the category i was most excited about yes and i i didn't come out loving any like i i the the closest one that i loved was uh princess diana ross oh really yeah i I thought that was like fun i thought she like and i'm not the biggest fan of the bit but like I, i thought she captured both of those well i thought there was a nice transformation um, I liked whatever happened to Baby Jane Fonda. Sure, from that Jinx. was great. Yeah, because because right. the outfit looks very costumey until you go back and look at those references that yeah. she's pulling from, <laughs> and you're like, oh wait, that's exactly what yeah. that would have looked like. Yeah. Uh huh. But I was disappointed in uh, Evie, who did Cardi B. Arthur. Sure. And yeah. hers was more of a reveal. There was yeah. no really before and after to right. it. She like just took off an outfit and she was a different person Agreed. underneath. Agreed. And. Raja, while now it's iconic because she <sighs> was Olivia Newton-John Waters. It was Olivia Newton-John with a little teeny mustache. With yeah. a little teeny mustache. What was right. that all about? I mean, yeah, I agree. I agree. Not great. No. <laughs> if anything, I loved the before and after prompt because it got Trinity to just say, I typed in RuPaul Charles, looked up some fam- famous Charleses on the internet, yeah. Found Charles II. I don't know anything about him. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> but just went with it. Yep. And I liked that one a lot, actually. <laughs> it was very funny. Yeah. But yeah, there are so many famous Charles. Yeah. Like, so many. Yeah. And you went with, like, some weird random one that you don't even know anything about? Yes. Hilarious. Yes. And on brand. I love Trinity. On brand for Trinity. She's so funny. I love Trinity a lot this season. Yes. I really think that she's grown up a lot. I think that, like, um, I think what was, what what felt the first time I saw her, like, maybe it was not as self-aware as it could be, is now very self-aware. Yes. In a really lovely way. And I think there's a kindness that has grown in her. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, something controversial that I'll say. Okay. To someone who I know is a, a clear fan of another queen. Okay. I do think Trinity. Yeah. She's my winner for All Stars 4. Okay. I don't dislike Monet. Okay. But yeah, I just like that season with that double win. I just thought like it should have been Trinity's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought it should have been Monet. So I'm glad that it brought us together in that way. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Nobody's happy, but everybody's here. Yes. (laughs) So it broke my heart once they got to that last episode and they pitted them against each other and then had one queen win the lip sync and that was Monet. Because now I fear that people will say, you know, like that puts that conversation to bed and it shouldn't it shouldn't let's let's talk about this final okay about let's talk about episode 11 okay the 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 talent show and then also that it gave them three stars three stars so how do you feel about this i didn't like it Uh because i felt like it invalidated the rest of the season a lot of the rest of the season yeah However, I also felt like that's where the production was really coming in. And granted, I love Shay. I thought Shay deserved to be in the top four. 
This is how they got her to the top four. This is how they by, got her to the top four? By doing this. But even if they had given two stars, she would have been tied with other people. Yes. That would have been more interesting. And 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 they had a tie that they had to break anyway. And I thought it was very unfair and mean to put that choice on the way. Agreed. I did not like that. Agreed. I thought they should lip sync. I thought Rue should pick. I thought something should happen. I thought they should have of... all gone back and did the classic lipstick thing again, sure. where all the queens voted together yeah. on who got to go on. Yeah. But that, I mean, that would have been really mean. Yes. Yes. I think that would have been really mean. I think like... It would have been hard. I can't, I can't see a version that I would have liked besides a lip, besides a lip sync because... Everything else just feels a little icky. Yeah. On other seasons of Drag Race, not the U.S. version, Mm -hmm. all of the judges decide together who wins lip syncs. Mm -hmm. And I kind of wish they would incorporate that into this. Yeah, good luck. Right. Because that way, it makes it seem like a little bit more fair. Yeah. Rather than production just saying, or Rue being production, saying like, well, this is the queen I want in the finale. Yeah. Well, I, like... Yes, and I mean I think there's something sort of delightful about the um, uh, the like uh, pettiness of Rue, or the like the the just sort of like and I make up the rules and I get to do whatever I wantness of rule. That's I, kind of Rue. Fun. I think it's like a very drag queen move, mm-hmm. and I think it's very like and and I feel like she's pretty open about it, right? Of yeah. like yeah. we all get to say, and then I make the decision. Welcome to my universe, and like to be fair to RuPaul. She built a world where there was not a world. I mean, Absolutely. Uh, or she she expanded a world to be a global phenomenon that was a that was a world that was very important for her, but but relatively small before. Right. Um, and that and so yeah, on some level, I'm like, yeah, you get to do whatever you want. <laughs> Definitely. You pick who's who won this lip sync, and if you pick wrong, then you pick right because you don't pick wrong. Because <laughs> there your is world. no wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. Um. So yeah, obviously heartbreaking to watch Jada's face as soon as they announce Monet, you get to choose who moves on, and Jada's face just like she, trying to put on the smile, kind of, but and also God, not masking anything. Like and God she bless knew. Jada in the workroom right after that. Yes, like just acknowledging, like I get it, it's fine, as opposed to being like a little bitter little drag queen about it. Absolutely. <sighs> They did an Entertainment Weekly promo before the season came out, uh-huh. and it was at one of the conventions. I can't remember which convention it lined up with, but yeah. it was like a panel, mm-hmm. and there were questions involved, and there was a whole spread in Entertainment Weekly. And one of the questions that the interviewer asked was, are there any fun alliances this season? And Jada was like, oh yeah, tell them about the alliances, guys. <laughs> because like, Ooh. obviously they had already shot the season. <laughs> Ooh. And it was just so funny because people were pointing out like, oh, Jada was playfully being salty about it yeah. in the promo. And like, we should have seen it coming, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I really love Jada. Yeah. And it, it was nice for her to see the recognition from the other queens just to say like, we know you won in your living room, but that doesn't make your win any less valuable yep. than mm-hmm. our wins. It was nice for her to get that recognition because it seemed like she needed it. She needed to be told that. Totally. And to feel accepted. Yeah. And I think she was a great competitor this I season. Um, I, I have a deep, deep love for Crystal Method. Mm. Um, I don't think that's any surprise. I always <laughs> gravitate towards like the weirder queens. Yeah. yeah. But 
Jada's win that season was obvious. Uh, like, very happy for Jada winning that season. I mean, speaking of weirder queens, we haven't talked much about Evie. No, we haven't. How do you feel about Evie? I really like Evie. Yeah. Um, especially in the context of her season, season 11. Yeah. Um, with Brooklyn yeah. and yeah. who else was there? Silky. Silky Namaganash, yep. And who was the last queen? I feel awful blanking on her. Um... Was it Asia? Was it that season? We might have to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> um, but yeah, Evie, I really like her. Yeah. Um, her verse in the season that she won yeah. is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I do listen to a lot of the songs that they record for the season finales. I, I love, love them. I love that. Great. Um, and then in the context of this season, I thought she did great. Yep. Um Never why thought didn't she stand like why didn't she win? I don't know. I th- I think her verse was the best verse in that first episode. Mm-hmm. The her saying she was going to make this win look easy, yeah. like her rhyme scheme yeah. in her verse was great. Yeah. Um, the the challenge that she won was for the Y two K girl group challenge, mm-hmm. and I thought that one she shouldn't have won. <laughs> like I just didn't like that second group. I thought yeah. the Titanic song was a lot better. Mm-hmm. And then two queens from the other girls yep. won. And I was like, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, but I never thought I would say this. Finding Evie very attractive. Mm. When she was at Wolfman. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> what are these yeah. feelings I'm feeling? Yeah, kind of started with the boogeyman and then grew into the Wolfman. Yeah, the like, Wolfman. Oh. oh. Yeah. What's oh. going on here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... From that alone, I was like, these are different sides of Evie. Yep. yep. I thought her runways were some of the most interesting runways. Yep. yep. Uh, her spikes on the runway look yep. was like one of the few queens who I was like, she understood the assignment. Yeah. Because I thought the spikes on the runway was like pretty lackluster. Who? Well, was Trinity's the vampire with a stick through the heart? But those are stakes. It's a, a stake is a spike. Um, okay. A stake is a type of spike. I was pretty... I love a concept. I'm from the theater. <laughs> Her look was great. I didn't understand the transfer from stakes to spikes, but a stake, you're right, is a type of spike. A stake is... So are fangs. I'm mm-hmm. full in on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. I would have loved to see a queen come out like a dog. Okay. Because okay. Spike is such a yeah, popular dog sure. name. Or like Spike from Buffy. Yes. Well, that's also <laughs> what I thought when I was like, Trinity, you were so close. Yeah, right. <laughs> to like being on the theme that I would have been like totally bought in on. Right, right. With that. But yeah, even like Jinx that episode, like as like that weird hedgehog, I'm like, this is weird, but not in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Like kind of uninspired yeah. that runway. Uh, you know what I loved of Jinx's? Do I loved tell. Her, I loved her glow look. Yeah, the glow look. I mean, was speaking cool. of being from the theater and like loving a story, like I, the witch who was burning yes. looked so good. Yeah. So, do you remember when Nina West came out as like the the burned witch? Yes. It was very costumey. Yeah. But it was a cool concept because no one had done it before. Yep. And I was into it. And I really like Nina West. Yep. And then when Jinx came out and did it, I'm like. Well, all right. This is this is the new winner yep. then, yep. right here. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Agreed. Yep. Some of the queens with the glowed up looks. It was unfortunate because some of them didn't translate just because they were on that stage in that environment. 
To be fair, they knew they were going to be on that stage in that environment. I don't think the producers knew. I think the queens did all that they could to get what they needed. Mm -hmm. But I think the production value, especially for like Rajas, Mm -hmm. who like just needed more smoke. There just needed to be more smoke for that to translate. And that's not Raja's fault. That's true. You know, that's the production's fault. That's true. She still looked cool. She did. Yeah. But yeah, that look for Jinx, though, all glowed up. Yeah. And I was so happy when they came out because sometimes they give you the the runway theme and Mm -hmm. you don't quite know what it's going to be. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be more of like a redemption runway. Uh Uh-huh. Where they redo looks that failed in the past. Oh, cute. Yeah, yeah. But then I was really happy that it was a completely different thing. No, it was full, like, whenever that net ball was, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Shay's look also as that, like, sunflower chick yeah. in that episode. Yep. Killer. Yep. And the uh, mushroom. Who was the mushroom? Evie. Eve, I love Evie's mushroom look. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, agreed. I don't know why. Evie... And I wrote this down in my notes. Mm. Evie was the only queen who won no money during the season. None. Other than whatever fee she negotiated for her episodes. Yeah. She didn't win any prize money. Isn't that wild? That is wild. Because she won two lip syncs in the final episode. Yeah. She got to that last final battle. Yep. Two, Two lip syncs? One lip sync. She one. won one lip sync. One. But it's not like they were getting money right. for those lip syncs right. in the middle. So Wow. Isn't that sad? That is sad. She never won like a mini challenge that she got money from. She never won a lip sync. Okay. To uh, get money from. Okay, twerps. Hashtag justice for Evie. <laughs> Especially when she's like, I don't think I can come back again yeah. and do this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was like Evie and Shay. I just felt like, yep. what's happening here? Yep. Although, you know, I really do love Jinx and Trinity and the queens who were getting recognition. Don't we all? Yeah. Don't we all? Yeah. Um, Jinx came in, won the first mini challenge, and then won the thing. You know? Well, yeah. If you win the reading challenge and then you go on to win Snatch Game. Yeah. And if, like, your only weakness is design. Yeah. You've won. Yeah. I mean, it almost seemed unfair to the other queens. And Jinx, I mean, let's talk about Jinx for a second. Yeah. So let's do it. Yeah. I yeah. love her. It's Jinx time. <laughs> um, I love Jinx. I there are people who I love on the runway, and there are people who I love in performance, and there are people who I love in the workroom. Yes. And I was pretty charmed by Jinx at the beginning, and when she started falling apart, I started being like, I think I would be really annoyed if I were working next to you right now. I do not think that I would like to be in this room with you right now. And then she would just come out and just slay. And it was fascinating. And I, you know, it's not, the competition is not in the workroom. The competition is on the stage. And I think she is so great. And I think even, even when she was a hot mess in the workroom, like it was with love and it was not mean. And she was just like melting down herself, but like not really asking for pity, maybe asking for pity a little bit, but, um, Jinx, what do you have to say about Jinx? I think it's interesting going into this season and seeing how she acted in the workroom Mm. and throughout the competition. Mm -hmm. Because to go back to season five, where she was kind of the underdog, a lot of other queens were both active and passively against her. Mm -hmm. Um, She definitely was maligned Mm -hmm. by a few of the drag queens in the room. Mm -hmm. Took me a long time to get back on the Alaska train after the whole Alaska talks. 
situation. Mm-hmm. Still not a huge fan of Roxy, but I like Detox and I like Alaska. Yep. But like watching her in that season where she didn't quite feel comfortable enough probably in herself before coming to Drag Race. Sure. Or maybe she felt like she was a big fish, small pond type of thing sure. where she felt confident in her hometown of Seattle because I know she's a pretty beloved queen in Seattle. Yep. But then coming into Drag Race and kind of feeling adversity there. Yeah. And probably making herself a little quiet, more quiet than she normally would be. Because uh-huh. I loved Jinx during her original season. And yeah. obviously I was rooting her for her the whole time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to see her in this season and see how, un- how unhinged she was, <laughs> was wild. Yeah. But also I'm like, I guess this is how she acts when she feels comfortable. Sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, without any inhibitions. Yeah. She's just like, I get to be crazy now because that's who I am. <laughs> She's married now. She's all wifed up. and Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Because she was crazy. Yeah. Getting on tables, getting spanked. Legit crazy, yeah. She was crazy. Yeah, it was good. But delightful to watch. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I even agree. when she was losing her marbles. Mm-hmm. And then, like, in the, like, I love Monet's vibe, and I feel like out of everyone in that room, I would like to be friends with Monet. But I did not always love her in the workroom this season. Like, I just thought the Alliance stuff, I thought, like, she was being a little bit petty about Plunger stuff. I thought, like, like I was like, you're, I thought you were the, like, cool, kind one. And some of that did not read like that to me. Yeah. I yeah. I, I, th- I think I like Monet as a person, but I don't think she's as exciting to watch. Yeah. And I think sometimes she doubles down on her, her belief in herself. Mm-hmm. And then when it doesn't translate, when her message doesn't translate, I think she's not as great about receiving that critique because sure. she's so like bought in on like what she's doing, yeah. which isn't incredibly awful. Um, I can't say that I never do that. I, I totally do that. Yep. I double down on myself all the time. Sure. <laughs> and I'm also sometimes pretty hesitant to receive criticism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I understand where she's coming from in those regards, but mm-hmm. it makes a less fun competitor to watch, yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 Um, special shout out to two lip sync choices. Oh, int- oh yes. Please I tell. loved so much Old MacDonald, and I loved <gasps> so much The Night the Lights Went On in Georgia. <laughs> Once they did that from Designing Women, I thought they were going to do more of those. Maybe they will in the future. Maybe, but... I hope they will in the future because Agreed. I think it's like we've we've seen we've seen everybody lip sync to so many like contemporary pop songs, right. and seeing them tackle like an Ella Fitzgerald, Scatty, Old MacDonald, and bizarre, <laughs> so good, <laughs> so good, and seeing them tackle a monologue, which is like such a um, regular thing in drag shows, you know? Yes. It's, like, very exciting to finally, to, like, sort of finally see that in Drag Race. Agreed. And and such an iconic speech. Definitely. Yeah, I, I thought that was very engaging. A good shakeup. Again, it happened pretty much in the middle of the season, like, a little bit towards the later half, but yep. still, like, pretty middle. Yep. And, yeah, like, it was a good little refresher of, like, oh, yeah, I, I remember I'm interested in this. Yeah. Just like the Santa School for Girls yeah. Challenge, which I just disagreed with. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was upsetting that they like peaked really soon with lip syncs, yeah. and then it kind of went downhill from there until yep. one of my favorite choices for the lip syncs was Judas. 
mm-hmm. because that's my favorite Lady Gaga song. Great. And I had been waiting for that for a long time. Great. And it was a great lip sync. It was a great lip sync. Um, I don't know if Jinx won that outright. Uh-huh. Because um, I thought it was pretty cool that Shay was doing the actual choreography from the music video. Uh-huh. But I think maybe that worked against her. That she decided to, like, go so straight to the book. She didn't, like, interpret it. Sure. And do something else with it. Hard to say. Hard to say. Yeah. Hard to say. So, yeah, a lot of these a lot of these lip syncs I sort of would second guess. But, again, there is no... The, the only objective right and wrong is what Ruth thinks in this world. So. Right. <laughs> so, I'll ask you this. Do you watch Dragula at all? I have not yet. Okay. Should I? I really like Dragula. Great. Season one, the production value, I think, is worse than season one of Drag Race. Ooh, that makes me want to watch it. Yeah. Season <laughs> one of Dragula, the production value is wild. Great. Um, but they're all great. I love Dragula. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great show. And it, it kind of functions in a different way uh-huh. than Drag Race. Uh-huh. And one of my favorite things that they do on Dragula is they get to design a drag show every single episode. Ooh. So, similarly to, like, the talent show or the variety show type mm-hmm. of experience where we were lamenting that some queens are just lip-syncing to their own things. And meanwhile, like, the two that super knocked out of the park were the two who sang live. For right. me. I don't know how you felt about it. Shay and Jinx? Uh, and Monet? Jinx and Monet are the two I was thinking about. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't tell if Shay was singing live. Probably not. That mic was just for fun, right? Uh, could have been. Could've, hard to could, say. Yeah, hard to say. And again, the Vivian... Hers was so auto-tuned, but she was holding a microphone. I think she was singing it live, but I just think they auto-tuned the heck out of it. Yeah, or like the mic itself right. had that auto-tune right. function in it. Right, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, Dragula is really interesting because they do make them create their own drag show and they have to come there like pretty prepared, you know, for to do, specific like, numbers, things. Basically. So basically they construct their outfit while there. Okay. But the outfit is made for a show that they've already put some thought into, essentially. Do they all do a full song? Um, hard to say. Okay. The way they do their runways on Dragula is they cut them all together. So they'll do like they're not all performing to a specific song. Okay. They might be, but we don't really fully see that. Okay. What we see is a super cut of all of the queens interlaced. So we don't get to see one queen do their number from straight to finish. Yep. It'll start with a queen, it'll jump to another queen, or it'll jump to another queen, or it'll Got jump it. back to that first queen, or it'll jump around. Got it. Okay. So they'll kind of make like a little video that features all of them at various points. However, of course, they themselves as the judges get to watch from start to finish. Sure. But what we see as the final product is different. Uh-huh. Um so I think the lip sync format to determine the crown yeah. is getting a little tired. Mm. I think it would be really cool. Similarly, so season eight mm. with, with Bob, okay. that was the first season where they did this like big production value thing where they had queens lip sync to their own songs tailor made for them. Sure. And they've kind of done that moving forward. Until they start doing, like, the lip sync for your life. But sometimes they'll do, like, a song made for that queen. Season 12 was interesting with Jada because they all got to design their own show, but, like, in their living rooms because yep. it was Zoom. Yep. So I think maybe the lip sync format for the final episode, yeah. especially 
when you can kind of tell from production value that maybe it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what they do. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, they change it up a little bit. Yeah. How do you feel about the lip, lip sync format for the last episode? I hear what you're saying. It's 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 hard for me to question that because it's just such a, such a staple of the show. It's just right. like such like a if I had to, to sort of talk about three things that made up RuPaul's Drag Race, that would be one of them. Um, right. Which is wild, but I hear what you're saying that like it's it's all been done at this point. Like you know, we've gone through our death drop phase. We've gone through like we've we've gone through many phases. We've sort of um, and it's and. I do that like it's always interesting when the song comes on because for me there's there's often an immediate reaction of like this song favors one of them more than the other. Yes. Um, which is interesting too. But I don't know I don't know how to even the playing field in any in any other competition and I do think that like the um the act of lip syncing feels like it's easy to do a one-to-one comparison sure. in a way that it would be harder to do anything else unless you just went to sort of like straight voguing or something. Yeah. Which would be interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I would vibe with the lip syncing format for the crown. Cause I, I can kind of understand the editing when it's like a lip sync for your life during a normal format season. Yeah. I can understand the editing. They can't show us the whole thing, whatever. Sure. As long as they give me a runway. Yeah. It always bothers me when there's an episode with no runway, yeah. like there was with the variety show. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there when it comes to this lip sync discussion. Okay. But maybe I would be more into it if they had two cameras and we got a side by side. Yep. And yeah, we got totally. to follow the queen through the duration of the song. Yes. I don't need to see Carson like dancing along. Yeah. To the, to the song and, like, getting into it. I don't need to, like, see Michelle or RuPaul's reactions. Right. I just want to see the Queen's lip sync for the whole song unedited. Yep. Because then I would get a better feel for, like, what oh, right. Ru gave this Queen the win, but clearly it was that Queen. So I think that that's how they hide it in production. So you think that is actually intentional? I think so. Yeah. They focus on a certain Queen. They cut out the bits they don't want. Bernadette is not usually a conspiracy theorist, but <laughs> when it comes to Drag Race, she has some thoughts. Yeah. Because while I'm very happy with this winner, yeah. do not misunderstand me. I know. Um, it's so... And it feels I, so produced at this point. Well, it, I mean, the thing that felt produced to, to, to me about it is not that Jinx was in the lead, but that like somehow Monet had the most stars by the end. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Um, which felt so strange and wrong to me. Yeah, they'll figure it out, though. I mean, as you said, like... Are they going to do another winter season? I would hope so. Yeah. But I kind of hope that they give it some time. I liked it when the all-star seasons were every four seasons. Yep. So yeah, they did seasons one through four. They had an all-stars. They did seasons five through eight. Then they had an all-stars. I believe, if memory serves. And then, all-stars now is like... And then Every it was other 9, season. 10, All-Stars, 11, All-Stars, right? <laughs> yeah. And I like all of the All-Stars winners. Yeah. I love them a lot. Yeah. But they're so frequent now. Yeah. And now with UK versus the world, and now there's going to be um, another versus the world. I can't remember where it's happening. Oh, interesting. But yeah, there will be another one of those. Um, we have Philippines on the dock right now. They just announced Mexico, Germany, and I believe Brazil. Yeah. So, I mean, we have so many seasons coming out now 
I could deal with maybe a little bit of a break for my poor watching eyes before yeah. another All-Stars. <laughs> sure. But, like, I mean, the the other side of that is, like, I was so thankful to have, dra- like, the regular season go straight into All-Stars at the beginning of the pandemic when I had yeah. nothing else to do. And it was like, please just give me something every week. Yeah. Um. So, thank you. Thank you, World of Wonder, for getting us through that. <laughs> so, you went Jada and then into Sonique, correct? That, those two seasons? Yeah. 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 That yeah. Sonique season was a good one. Yeah. 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 I love her. Yeah. All right. Well, I think, do you have any other last shout outs to this season? <sighs> Everybody did a great job. Everybody did a great job. Everybody's a winner. And Jinx is the best winner of all. I agree. Great. <laughs> yeah, my, my last shout out that we didn't mention earlier was thank you to the Vivian mm. um, because I have been waiting for a Joanna Lumley snatch game. Uh-huh. And I believe one of the queens on UK versus the world, it might have been Blue Hydrangea. Uh-huh. I can't remember. There was a queen who was on UK versus the world who said she had considered doing Joanna Lumley. Uh-huh. And then when the Vivian said she was doing it, I was so excited because uh-huh. I love her. I think she's a perfect candidate yep. for Snatch Game. Yep. I feel bad that like she didn't get enough screen time. Uh-huh. I'm sure she was popping off some very funny jokes. Sure, sure. Um, I don't, I don't want to do this to you, but now you brought a Snatch Game, and so I'm just going to leave us with with Lucifer. Yeah, that was great. Didn't I mean, you love it? I loved it so much. And Leslie Jordan. And Leslie Jordan, like that was a one-two punch. But specifically, Lucifer was, like, such a smart character. Yes. Lucifer was, like, you know, I think we're, it's, like, we're at the point where it's, like, is somebody going to do Carol Channing a fifth time? Like, and and to think of somebody who is actually, like, so <laughs> iconic uh, and hasn't been done yet and just to, like, fully go into uh, the, the realm of myth. I'm very excited to see per- Persephone next season. Oh, that'd be so much fun. <laughs> you know, we can just do it, you know? Just do yeah. whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, with the Vivian also doing Catherine Tate, yeah. I wish she would have just been Catherine Tate outside of the character. Yeah, sure. Because I think Catherine Tate is funny enough on her own, mm-hmm. and that character did not translate mm-hmm. for Snatch Game. But it was still fun to watch because I love both of those references. Yeah. Joanna and Catherine, in. Yeah. Into it. I mean, granted, do I think she had the best Snatch Game? Absolutely not. No. But I was just happy to see those two people represented. On such, like, a funny episode. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Great Snatch Game. Great Snatch Game. Great season. Great conversation. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me on, Burnett. Can I ask you one last question? It I will guess. put you on the spot, but I can go first. Okay. Three competitors oh. that you would like to see in an All-Stars oh. that have not yet been on an All-Stars. Oh. All go first while oh. you think. My three choices oh. are Crystal Method. Which yeah. I've already said prior. Yeah. I love her. I think she's hilarious. Yeah. I want to see her on more television. I uh-huh. want her on my screen. Uh-huh. Um, another fierce competitor that I think is so talented is Denali. Uh-huh. I was really surprised that she didn't do better in her season. Uh-huh. I think she was kind of overlooked. Uh-huh. And I will say the same for my third competitor, Sugar Kane. Yeah. I love Sugar Kane. And I think she is so charming yeah. and so talented. Yeah. And I love her drag as well. Yeah. 
So yeah, those I, I really like them a lot. I love that. I'm not as encyclopedic as you are. Uh, but I do agree with you about Crystal. Yeah. I think that I would think it would be great to see her again. I think she came into herself through the course of that season so much. Yes. But I would love to see what happens when she's herself on day one. Yes. Because um, on the other hand, I think there are a lot of queens that I love that I think are just bad at the game. Like, sure. Thorgy Thor is one of my favorite <laughs> queens, but she's bad at Drag Race. Uh-huh. She's not very good. Uh-huh. Um, I, this is a cheat answer, but I'm going to say it anyway. Cornbread. Um, I was so, I mean, we were all so excited. We were all rooting for her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I've, I, I don't know if she, you know, on some level, she's sort of like one in three episodes and I got the hell out of there. <laughs> I love that Willow thanked her yeah. for leaving so that she could win. <laughs> Me too. It was a very like <laughs> Julie Andrews move. Um, I... And my third, um, I, mm. oh, help me. Um, it's a thinker. No, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm so bad with names. Um, Fair. Help me out. Oof, what uh, if we're both bad? Theater queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, like 11, maybe? Season 11? Okay. Um. And not Nina West? Nina, yeah. 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 I love Nina. I love Nina. Let's see her again. I would love to see her again. Great. She's another queen who I fear might be bad at the game, but not as bad as Thorgy. <laughs> yeah, I don't... And, and I think that she's she's not great at the game, but she's great at so many things that are adjacent to the game that I would like to see her on it again. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I endorse those queens. Great. Let's, let's start a new season. Let's write a letter. <laughs> let's do it. RuPaul, listen to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. We like it. <laughs> we're mostly nice. Yeah, we're mostly nice. Constructive criticism. Yeah. yeah. A, a little less nice than you were this past season, or than they let you be on air. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, Scotty, do you have anything you would like to plug on this podcast? I have nothing I'd like to plug. I'm just so happy to be here doing doing the thing with you. Oh, that's great. Do you? Well, I was going to ask, do you have an upcoming podcast at some point with Mike Birch? Uh, we, for for 37 years, we have been talking about a Heather's podcast, and maybe one of these days we'll make it. I love it. <laughs> we'll look forward to it. It's one of my favorite movies. It gets more problematic every year. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about it. <laughs> I'm excited to listen to you talk about it whenever that happens. Thank you. I think I have another 37 years in me, so yeah. we'll see. Great. Great. <laughs> well thank you listeners for tuning in to this podcast if you really loved it please reach out on twitter or instagram or in the comments on whichever podcasting app you use because if you're into listening to two nerds talk about rupaul's drag race we'll do it again yeah hard to say there are so many seasons but we'll gladly do it yeah just let us know. Look, if there's if there's demand, we'll just we'll rewatch season one. We'll go from there. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean, I think that might be the way to do it, episode sure. by episode. Yeah, but that is a commitment. It is. But if the listeners want it, who are we to deny? Chime in now. <laughs> are you hashtag Team Bernadette or hashtag Team Scotty? Or hashtag both? Or hashtag both? <laughs> hashtag Team Drag Race. Absolutely. <laughs> but if you liked this podcast, make sure to like 
comment, subscribe on whichever podcasting app that you're listening on. You can follow us in a myriad of places, but if you go to storyscreenbeacon.com, you'll find articles, reviews, other podcasts, and then you can scroll to the bottom of the page and you'll see a link to our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, etc. But we've got all that good stuff. I do want to plug one thing. Oh, absolutely. I want to plug the drag scene in Beacon. Um, Story Screen Theater is in Beacon, New York, and uh, both Happy Valley and the Roosevelt Bar have weekly drag shows, uh, and it's really great, and they have drag race viewing parties, and you can come watch drag race and then watch oh. real-life drag queens do their thing. Uh, support your local drag scene. 100% endorse. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good plug. Thanks. That was the best plug. Thanks. <laughs> Well, thank you, Scotty, so much for joining me. My pleasure. We'll do it again real soon. Sounds good. If you liked this, listeners, we also have another exciting episode about yellow jackets. Yellow jackets. That you can search for in our history with Scotty and I. But Scotty and I will be back in your ears very soon. We'll figure out another show to cover. We will. We're going to talk about my so-called life. Ooh, that might be a good one. (laughs) Great. (laughs) All right, listeners, thank you so much, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.